Hello. Good, e- good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. Today is Sunday, September 6, 2020. And the audience is now listening to The Crow Show. And what is in the world? What is all that noise over there? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like you're moving around. Not just a little bit, but not much. Oh, well, you can hear it. But today is, I want to say it's Sunday, uh, September 6, 2020. Um, this is our 12th episode for our segment, He Said, She Said, and we are your host. I am Torch the Poet. And Val the Phoenix. Cool beans. Now, what I came up with today, um, have you seen the movie um, Indecent Proposal back in 1993? Oh, I can't remember. I'm, I don't know. Well, well, kind of uh, the plot or overview, um, David, who was played by Woody Harrelson, and Diana Murphy, who was played by uh, Demi Moore, they're a loving couple with a bright future. Uh, David is a talented architect, and Diana is a top-notch real estate agent. But when the recession hits, their finances take a nosedive, and in a last-ditch effort to save their dream home, they head to Las Vegas to win their mortgage money gambling. After they lose everything, a mysterious billionaire who's played by Robert Redford offers the solution to their money problems, which is $1 million if he can sleep with Diana. So fast forward to the present day, and my hypothetical scenario is this, and I'm gonna use you within this hypothetical scenario. So say you, you're the host of the number one home improvement series in the nation for 13 years running straight now. Your husband, he's a stay-at-home dad and he cares for the three children that you all have. Now, for years, you have been the sole provider financially and your relationship has agreed upon from the very beginning, but now the pandemic or pandemic, if you will, um, that has left you no longer taping any episodes on the studio set and the executives do not want to assume the liability of putting your children at risk by taping episodes in your home. So now it's about seven months in, um, you have not been working at all and you have depleted all of your savings. Um, You're on the verge of losing everything, your home, your cars and your sanity. So finally, after having another argument about the finances with your husband, um, you head out for drinks to the local neighborhood bar um, so you can clear your mind, you know, get some things off your off your mind. While you're sitting at the bar, a handsome man walks in and he sits beside you. Um, He recognizes you from your home improvement show and he introduces himself. Pardon me. Uh, My name is DeMarco. And then he tells the bartender to get this beautiful woman another drink. You two have been talking for a little over two hours when you finally find yourself with tears running down your face as you're opening up about who you are and how it's affecting you mentally um, and emotionally, the financial crisis that you're going through. So as you're crying, uh, DeMarco, he wipes your tears away and then proposes the following offer. Um, He says, let me make love to you on my yacht, 
one weekend out of the next 12 months. He says, don't answer me now. He takes a napkin, writes his name and his number on that napkin, and then writes the number 12 followed with six zeros. And then he looks in your eyes and says, discuss my proposal with your husband and then get back to me. Um, now, his proposal, as he is, as you're like, well, what the hell is a proposal? He tells you, I'm willing to pay you $12 million and 12, install, and 12 installments, pardon me, in exchange for you spending one weekend a month with me for the next 12 months. My question is, given the fact that, you know, things are looking kind of uh, dire, what would you do in that situation? Um, well, that's painting a scenario though for a person that's not myself. <laughs> so, well, um, hypothetical. Yes. Um, honestly, I'd probably just throw it away. So you're, you're, you're rather, uh, go now with the sinking ship, so to speak. Well, you know, I have a feeling of doing the better thing might, there might be something more prosperous other than just money. I mean, and having to sleep with someone to get that money. So let's say you, you actually didn't throw the napkin away and you do go home with the napkin and you do actually talk to your husband or if this is a scenario that you can't find yourself in, let's say one of your girlfriends is, is, is the character then no problem. So she's asking for your advice and her husband says, you know, hey, shit, we're about to lose it all. I don't want to be homeless. You know, what about our kids? Um, if it's strictly about money, you know, what's what's any what's any difference between an actor who's getting paid X amount of dollars to have love scenes versus you, my wife, who is not putting any type of emotional connection with this guy over the next 12 months for us to get 12 million. Um, so if your girlfriend's husband were to say, you know, go along with it and she brings that back to you what would you then say in response to to her i would still say it it's not i mean because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring and and i know that like things seem to be like impossible when you're in that situation but we all still survive and you know sometimes those hardships and those um, losses that you take end up bringing people closer. So I don't think any amount of money, you know, whether her husband's game for it or not, I mean, she's the one that has to live with that for the rest of her life inside, you know, of her making that that choice or whatever, if she actually were to do that. Like her husband doesn't live inside of her or have her own, his, you know, have her thoughts or her heart or anything like that so it's easier for him to pawn her off to just to get money than it is you know to live with that choice well I don't know if it's necessarily easier for him I mean you know a man has to live with the fact that for 12 months another woman's going to be or pardon me another man's going to be pleasing this woman but this is more about what if, you know, what if the kids have to come and say, mommy, we're hungry, you know, like. I think the kids would respect their mom to have more of a moral compass than, 
to sleep with somebody for the money. I mean, like well, I said. Well, I don't think that the kids would know that mom would. Well, obviously, they wouldn't say that. But <laughs> so, I mean, you never right, know. So like, stories what... get told, like, you know, years later or whatever. And stuff like that. Like I said, you just don't know what the future holds. So to put yourself in a predicament like that, it really could screw things up for you in the future compared to you know um, not doing something like that and you still don't know what's going to happen. You know, so either way, you really don't know what's going to happen but at least you'll have your your um, dignity and yes your dignity and your morals (laughs) and everything else intact so what if it gets to the point of being homeless still uh uh-uh bums still live there's families all (laughs) over the place that still live like they still make do there's people that are willing to help out and not have to sleep with somebody to do that so you know i just think that there's definitely another option and that's not the only one so what would you think the other option would be i'm sure they could could, you know try to brainstorm something i mean with all their stuff that they have they could sell it you know and and they might have to live a little bit simpler for a while until they build themselves back up again but who knows if they would even want to build themselves back up again after a loose lost or losing it all and having that bond you know of working as a team together i mean you hope that you develop a bond i mean you know oh, yeah again if, if arguments are coming about because now you have a woman looking at her husband like you know well for over 13 years you've been the sit-at-home dad and now that COVID or, or pandemic is here, <clears throat> you know, I'm looking at you as my husband as, as more of a, you know, it's your time to get off the shitter and, and put your, uh, you know, put your work in to contribute um, in a financial way this time, you know, you've been contributing by staying at home, which is, you know, I'm not trying to minimize that. Right. Um, Cause that is not an easy task. Um but you know I just wonder like how much strain in other words will that put on a relationship because of course there will be some let's be candid money problems always causes issues Uh, well for the most part causes issues Um, but you know like how can there like I mean can a woman really look at at her husband and say you know you don't want to get off the shitter and, and your turn now and not really have any type of argument to still build the strong bond you speak of? I mean, is that possible? Well, I mean, that's stuff that you would have to brainstorm and talk about. Of course, there's probably going to be arguments, but at the same time, it, because it's it's a trying moment and, and, you, and you're afraid. So there's definitely mm-hmm. going to be arguments and things like that. But that doesn't mean, you know, you can't just sleep on it and, you know... Uh, you know, wait for another answer, another thing to come up, you know, that could be a better um, resource or at least to start off. I mean, everything takes work. So even if they just, I don't know, the the husband decided to, you know, maybe he's got a gift that he's talented in and just hasn't done it in a while. I mean, he has to get off the shitter. You know, you got to get off that shitter and, and 
and provide then because i mean right well who's to say that he wouldn't want to you know maybe he's wanting a change too maybe he does want to then get out of the house because of arguments and stuff like that and then you know go do something <laughs> like i know it's hypothetical but i was like you know i wonder me i'm gonna be candid because you know let's let's flip it around on me if I don't know, like if I were put in that situation um, and my wife honestly gave me the green light, but I'm a man too, so of course, um, $12 million, dollars, pardon me, is a lot of money, especially when you are on the brink of losing it all. Um, and as long as I'm not selling my soul to the devil, um, which I know, I guess you, you probably are real close to when you would accept such an offer but like dude that is selling your soul to the devil that's not uh, nah you're possible. close no it is that's that's you're close um, you're close I don't think you're selling your soul to the devil you know you can always know. you can always um get out of that too like you can I mean it, but it takes a while because once you demoralize yourself like that um, over money and say that money doesn't last or whatever, you know, because there's, you know, who knows how long, you know, the, the pandemic or whatever goes on for, and then say you have that money and then it's kind of like, um, well, people spend money stupidly with lottery. I was about to they, say, if, if, if you blow through but, 12 million as people have done, yeah, you're come on. I mean, you're, you're mismanaging your funds. I'm not here to label someone. So, I mean, if, if the couple can manage that amount of money and they have been managing a decent amount of money thus far, I'm sure they yeah. can come up with a plan to figure out money yeah. differently. But yeah. to to devalue yourself and to not have moral value as to choosing to sleep with someone for that money, that's... That's selling your soul to the devil because you're not, you're allowing yourself to be paid off for something that should be just kept for your husband or for your wife. Again, if they're giving you the green light, like, yo, you better go take that fucking money because I'm not trying to be homeless. But Again, like you're not selling like, your soul. You're not selling it, your soul at that point. You, you got consent from your... But no, but it's like I was saying before, it's an internal, it's an internal thing that you would go through yourself as, as far again, as being convicted. As a husband, if my wife said, you better go, man, I'm not going to, what am I going to internalize other than the fact that we're not going to be homeless? I mean, I'm serious. Like, you know, real has to recognize real. If your if your wife really, again, like what's different than an actor or actress so if your wife if your wife gives you the okay or your husband gives you i mean i don't think you're selling your soul i don't really think that i mean i i mean i respect your opinion of course i'm just saying mm -hmm. i don't really feel like i i would be selling my soul shit i would feel like that was heaven sent to be candid you know the devil the devil ain't got nothing to do with that so to me i'm like you know the person isn't asking me to do anything but spend a wonderful weekend on a yacht <laughs> just shit that don't sound too devilish to me you know if people want to say the devil tempts and all that well whatever I mean you know I uh again if my wife is in support of that and, and I'm not catching feelings and she's making sure and I'm making sure 
and, and mama's checking for that bread to come on home with I mean shit <laughs> I'm just an actor at that point you have to look at it like that you're an actor yeah but do the actors and actresses actually sleep with each other or they just make it look like heck that? yeah a lot of them do a lot of them have, have admitted that heck yeah a lot of them do you know and a lot of them don't so it goes 50-50 so that's a good point that's a good point so I'll be the 50 that you know hey I have to really act out the scene to, <laughs> to win my Oscar award <laughs> I mean again only with your significant well, put it, other's put it permission. that way what if the person didn't end up liking how things are going down and says well fuck that I'm only right? gonna give you half hey that's still shit that's fine by me I appreciate I appreciate your candor as well as this compensation for my time thank you very much I have no problem with that I mean six mil out of the twelve and you still didn't like the dick shit I have no problem with that that's a six million dollar dick fuck yeah I have no problem with that shit why not I mean, should a woman can brag on that girl? Let me tell you how much my husband's my husband's cock is worth. How much? Six yeah. mil. Yeah, but then you have to say the, then you got to say the rest of the story. Well, Shit. it would have gotten twelve, but it wasn't worth that. Shit, you think anybody gonna who's gonna care? You could have six million. Shit, I think other men would be trying to sign up for that. with shit, if if I could still get six mil out of out of the deal for being horrible in bed, I mean, shit. <laughs> you know, where where can I get that type of hookup? You can imagine, guys, falling for that okie doke. <laughs> Shoot, what if you only get half? Huh? Even twenty five thousand is still a, you know. Or what if they were to turn around and said, "Fuck this shit, you need to go someplace else." Ooh, yep. And then what are you doing? See, so you have to get a contract. That's and then you're literally screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Ball were. <laughs> yep. The With other the tail between your legs, you get to walk away and not get paid. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. see, you have to have a contract. I just finished my Corona, but yes, you have to. You have to have a contract that says you get some type of bare minimum, and then there's also um, an out clause for uh, for the. Uh, Whatever the heck the person would be, the person that's going to compensate you, <laughs> the the devil, as you may call mm-hmm. him or her. What if that person has an STD? That <laughs> well, that's. I mean, you just do a hell of a curveball. Because <laughs> I'm quite sure we would hope that you know that safe sex would be practiced. But even still, yeah, let's hope that they don't have an STD or have, is that ASTD or do you say NSTD? I always wonder that. The proper way would be ASTD. Yeah, but, it would be A because it's not a vowel, so it wouldn't be AND. Exactly. But it just sounds so funny. Um, but anyhow, yeah, you would hope that person does not have ASTD. Um, and because <laughs> that would be a whole different ball game that you will be going home and dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's going to be some issues then the money definitely is not worth it right you know I don't think any amount of money in, in the world is worth that yeah shit. but you would have a you'd have a 12 million dollar dick that's got mm-hmm. shit 
I guess she's gonna be using some of them millions to try to clear it up, huh? Or something. <laughs> That's all you can. But then, think of so doing then you would, so then you wouldn't be able to actually support your family like how then you wanted to in the first place because then you gotta take care of yourself. Uh, you still got millions now. You still got millions. You should be able to do it for your family. Yeah, you should. That's true. Out of the, out of twelve million, <laughs> you better be doing something for your family. You probably only spending about three million yourself. Invest another three mil, four mil, and then family gets the rest and do what it do. See, I can't you know? even fathom that amount of money. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I have ever experienced that much money. <laughs> but, you know, I think once you get to that point, you've, uh, I mean, you said it earlier, once you go through a lot of the highs and the lows, you know, you begin, you begin to appreciate, pardon me, um, a lot of things in ways that when you were younger, you know, you wouldn't have, or when you did get it, you couldn't have because you weren't there yet. Right. And that's why I said before, like I would sell my, my stuff first, you know, I would, you know, before actually before depleting all the savings, I would have, instead of trying to keep, you know, keep all that stuff, I would just dwindle it down. Well, you, well, you did that already too. So yeah. Yeah, you had to. I should. I, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to make this like a novel because we all know I can get very elaborative. <laughs> Me too. My imagination, you know, my imagination will will run wild. And, um, but yeah, you know, if you sold all your stuff, I mean, it's it's a it's a heck of a position to be in. You know, not yeah. every day will something like that happen, but like that's a heck of a position to be in because you know, both you and I can say what we would or wouldn't do um and we probably won't ever be in such a position anyhow to make right. a decision That's but true. you know like i wonder if stuff like that really does go down you know well actually does yeah of course it does things i mean do I, like not that all, things do like that all the time with um you know trafficking their children yeah. and stuff they're thinking yep, oh just true. put some food on the table and let me just you know what harm can it do yeah. we're, we're feeding the family or whatever but you're devaluing and demoralizing the kid yeah well that's definitely a whole different that's a whole different level well definitely a whole, a whole sickness as well yeah but no I mean I, I know what you're saying though like yeah I mean if it can happen to children then you know quite sure someone can offer a grown adult who they feel is so used to having a luxurious lifestyle that you know they'll fall for the the okie doke right you know aka fall for a trap to to be uh someone's i guess would that make that person their their sex slave i guess at that point yes to a certain I mean, extent yeah even if the person wasn't like aggressive or anything like that it's still right. you're still selling yourself I mean, that's like I said that's a heck of a heck of a thought mm-hmm. you know it's a heck of a thought I'm gonna keep this one short because I promised that I would keep this one short mm-hmm. but I think I have another topic that I do want to run past you okay so um, if you have time I'd like to I sure do another topic past you and then we can record that one. Okay. So um, this title 
or pardon me, the title of this episode um, is Circle Yes or No. Um, and we are going to record again. So with that being said, thank you all for listening. And we are your host, Torch the Poet. And Val the Phoenix. And we will be recording again, which I've said it like 5,000 times. <laughs> so I will send you the invitation back. I said like five minutes. Okay. Talk with you soon. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.